I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 49. You are worth it. hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate, but is not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast this week. I tell you what, those weeks right before Christmas are the most eventful of my entire life. It just seems like so much is always going on. We're always trying to figure things out and get schedules arranged and activities to do. And on top of that, um, Tuesday nights, I've been teaching canning classes, food preserving classes. So um, I made some jam this week. You can go find recipes for all of my food preservation techniques and videos all on my YouTube channel. So you just look up Health Coach Heather and you'll see all the amazing things that I've been teaching in my classes when I teach my classes and uh, get the video recipes right there and start preserving your own food yourself. I think it's a very important skill that we all need to learn for the future. You know, just how to take care of our own selves by knowing how to prepare and preserve food that would be shelf stable for a year or more. A lot of my stuff is good for five, five years even 10 years. I even have a freeze dryer, so 20 years plus on some of that stuff. Because really, you know, people will say, why? Why would you do that? Well, I tell you what, once COVID hit, my mind got to thinking about things a little bit differently and started to, to set in that I think I need to work at being more prepared. It's something that the leaders of my church have always told us to do. And I think I took it more serious once COVID hit. So I've been working on my food storage and my stockpile and all of that, just in case stores shut down again for who knows what reason. We know it can happen. It's already happened. But for whatever reason, things like that happen, I will definitely have some supplies on hand. So I encourage all of you to do the same and be prepared for 2021 because, yeah, we are hoping that 2021 will be better. But on the other hand, what if it's worse and we just have no idea? So it's always good to be prepared. That's what I say. But in this week's podcast episode, I do want to talk to you about something interesting that happened this week as well. My son, my 12-year-old son, I bring him up often. He's where I get a lot of my experiences in life from because he's the one who's teaching me to become my best self through experience. And um, you, you parents know what I mean, right? Well, one morning he woke up this week and he was 
doing something he wasn't supposed to do instead of get ready for school. You just turn on the TV. And that's kind of a house rule is in the mornings, we don't just come and turn on the TV. If you're not ready for school and you haven't eaten breakfast and, you know, lunches aren't made and your rooms are MS, like don't come and try to get a reward in the morning and waste time. That's how I feel about it. So I came in, remind him of the rules, all of that. He decided to call me lame. Mom, you're so lame. I had to really kind of just teach him, you know, that's, we don't call names to moms and dads. That's, that's rude. He tried to argue back with me that that's not a rude word to say. I tried to show him that that, that, that word lame, calling somebody lame, is more on the negative spectrum than the positive spectrum. I know this sounds ridiculous to a lot of your parents. You're rolling your eyes like, who cares? But the more I've let him get away with saying negative words, the worse like it gets in my house, especially with him. He thinks he can get away with calling anybody any name. And I just don't want to get my kids in the habit of doing that. So anyway, there was <clears throat> huge argument, huge battle. Then couldn't even get him to get ready. It was just... <laughs> It was not huge battle or huge argument, but just, you know, it escalated. And so, of course, dad got involved and got in his face a little bit. And when dad gets involved, kids don't like that. <laughs> they seem to take things more serious, which always kind of bothers me that they don't take me serious. It's just like when dad, when dad gets involved, now it's, now it's serious. Now we better listen kind of interesting how that dynamic happens within a household. You guys know what I'm talking about. Well, after that whole experience, my husband was taking them to school that day, dropped him off. And Dax was feeling pretty down, pretty down on himself, pretty mad at me still, probably mad at his dad still. And some kid at school must have noticed that he was feeling down and he passed my son and he said the words, you're worth it. And those three words touched his heart so much. It brought him to the emotion of love and kindness instead of pain and self-doubt. You are worth it. We never really know the impact our kindness can have on people's lives because we never really do get to see the outcome of that. That kid who said that to my son had no idea how much my son needed that and didn't get to see the whole outcome of what those words would have done to him throughout the day. A kind smile or hello to someone in passing, a compliment given to a stranger, dropping off a plate of cookies to an elderly person, any act of kindness and charity sends the message, you're worth it, to the receiver. And aren't we all worth it? Our Father in Heaven definitely knows that we are, but why don't we? I find it interesting how humans are so quick to beat themselves up over even the littlest things. Things such as making a mistake like dropping or spilling something, getting a grade on a test we weren't happy with, our body image, a negative comment on a post, or even no comments at all. People really do take that personal. Now, things such as these 
don't make everyone upset or hurt. Some people have gotten to the point where they've done enough mental work on themselves that that these things just don't hurt them as easily. But for the rest of us who haven't done the deep work to retrain the brain, we're all still listening to those voices in our head that tell us negative things like, way to go, dummy. You're so clumsy. You're always dropping things and you're not good enough. That's a common one. You're not good enough. Or people don't really like you. For whatever reason, those voices are loud and proud. And eventually, those voices change from you and your to I. I'm not good enough. I'm so clumsy. And in my son's case, all I do is disappoint my dad. Now, hear me out. This is not really the parent's fault. We're still learning a lot of ways, of better ways to parent our kids. And my husband never said the words, you're a disappointment to me and you're not enough. And all you do is make mistakes or you don't belong here. But funny enough, those voices are right there. And I mean, right there in our heads. Anytime conflict arises of any kind, right? Have you noticed that? That's what my son hears, even though those weren't the words that were said. Anytime I'm speaking to him, he's hearing something else. Your kids probably do that too. Out of our own human nature, we train ourselves to listen to the negative voices well over the positive ones. Then we get in trouble when we start saying those things out loud to ourselves. Last week, I mentioned the power of the spoken word, and I'm learning more and more that each word definitely does carry with it thousands of years of meaning. Words are indeed so powerful. Do you remember the water experiment? Japanese scientist, Dr. Mosero Imoto, I believe his name is, he had heard that no two snowflakes were identical. We've all heard that. And he wondered if the same was true for water crystals. He developed a process where he would freeze water crystals and study it under a microscope. He tested tap water from around the world and found that it did not form water crystals. Neither did stagnant or polluted water. Instead, it formed unpleasant deformed structures. However, rainwater and water from clean streams and rivers and glaciers formed beautiful crystals when frozen. Then he wondered if we as human beings could change the nature of water. So he tried many techniques to test this. Dr. Emoto found that if he played beautiful music for tap water, that it would then form beautiful crystals when frozen. He also learned that the written word changed water. Dr. Emoto then wrote words on a piece of paper such as, thank you, and I love you, and taped them to the glasses of water and then froze them. Those two formed beautiful crystals. So interesting. In contrast, he tried the negative words such as, you make me sick, or you are a fool. When those words were taped to the water, it caused ugly, distorted crystals or no crystals at all. Dr. Emoto found that by simply 
blessing the water and sending it loving thoughts, beautiful crystals would form. How interesting is that? So here's what we know. Words change water. And this is interesting. Our own bodies are made up of 50 to 75% of water. Make no mistake, my friends, the thoughts and words you think are literally changing you on a cellular level. That's powerful. That's so powerful. And there is an experiment that you can do with your kids to teach them about the power of words. You would just cook up some rice, put it into three jars, put the word love on one jar, the word hate on another jar, and then leave the last jar blank. Just fill it with the, the cooked rice. The jar with the word love on it, it will stay fresh. The hate jar will turn black and moldy. And the blank jar also goes bad. This is a fascinating experiment. Good words create your experience. What kind of water crystals do you think would form inside your body, given the words and thoughts you use daily. You are worth it. These words literally touched my son's heart. And as he sat down at the dinner table after school, he came home. He actually came home. (laughs) He likes to come home from school, get into the tub for like, two hours sometimes, and he's just reading a book in there. He just loves to relax in there forever. It's crazy. <laughs> Some of you guys can relate. But after that experience, he came out, came to the t- dinner table, and he said, Mom, I'm worth it. And I was kind of like, what? Yeah, of course you are, son. And then he started to weep. He started, tears started to run down his face. And I really felt the pain that was in his heart and the fight of good thoughts winning over evil ones. He was truly in the moment feeling what these words really meant. And it was powerful. And he told me the story about that boy saying, you are worth it. And he just told me how much that meant to him as tears were streaming down his face. And it was just such a lovely beautiful experience for me as a mom to watch my son be softened and touched by that. That is something we all have the power to do, my friends, is look someone in the eye and tell them that they are worth it. Now, I believe whomever that boy was, he was an angel sent down to my son that day to give him those four powerful words, those three, well, you're worth it, or you are worth it. Those, those four powerful words that took his day from bad to good. Imagine the difference we could have on ourselves if we told that to ourselves every single day and not only told it, but deeply believed it. Oh, we'd feel unstoppable. Fear would never get in our way. Our self-confidence and esteem would always be thriving. We take that energy and lift others daily. It's my hope that we as parents can teach our kids to 
be these angels for others, that we ourselves will be that angel for someone else, that we might even stop a stranger in their tracks and say, you are worth it. That's it. How powerful would that be to someone who looked like they were having a down day? This is what happened to my son. And we can take that example and be that for others. And people really, really need that right now more than ever. Suicide rates, depression, anxiety, loss of hope. It's all off the charts. You are worth it. I want you to go out there, spread this message to others today. It's the Christmas season. Merry Christmas, you guys. You're worth it. Don't forget that. You guys are all amazing, beautiful, wonderful people. Say those words to yourself every day. Get your own back. Bring yourself up when others don't. Because you are worth it. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. If you enjoy this podcast, you have to come check out my coaching and all I have to offer. Whether you're trying to lose weight, get the kids healthier, overcome hard challenges in your life, or just need support, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I also coach kids ages 8 to 18. I'm going to help you take all this material I teach here on the podcast and apply it to your life. Come on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more. Mm-hmm.